And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Today we have Ryan Mundy on the show. Ryan and I have been going back and forth for, oh god, what seems like forever, about him coming on this show, and we finally were able to sit down and have a, an actual really fun conversation. Um, so I had obviously have listened to Ryan's stuff and all that, but I didn't know much about Ryan, other than that he was from Ohio and, you know, doing the Nashville thing too. Um so I had kind of said to him before the show started through text, like, just tell me about you and uh, what you're about to hear <laughs> is exactly that. And it was an absolute pleasure. I love talking to, to up and comers. You know, I love talking to the, to some of the bigger names we've had on this show, but the up and comers to me are, are what are the backbone of country music. And Ryan is part of that group, you know, a hundred percent for sure. You know, this kid, the songs he's got out already your killer you know i just uh, i don't know i don't know what to say um you know talking to him about his life and you know so much we had in common was was just great um you can hear it in my voice how excited i am about it um it was a great conversation so ryan thank you so much for coming on and being a part of this show and um you know spreading your love all around ohio and and in Nashville and, and doing your damn, doing the damn thing. I appreciate it. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to let the episode talk for itself because we did talk for over an hour. So I don't want to, I don't want to mumbo mumbo up this too, too much, but um, first our commercials and then Ryan Mundy, and then we'll see you on the flip side. Enjoy. Hey everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code 
BOOTS. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at the afterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Hey, Ryan. Hey, hey, can you hear me? I can hear you great. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, just make, make sure it sounds good and everything like that. I can switch over a different um, setup here. No, man, you're great. You sound great. You sound like you're right here with me. So that's all that I care about. Okay, good deal. Heck yeah. yeah man. So, hey, thanks for being here. Oh, man, thanks for having me. Um, I'm actually, I'm surprised that we haven't linked up sooner. I, I'm pretty sure I've been following you guys for your podcast for a while on Instagram. No, and we've been following you and you know it's it's i i hate i hate talking about it but we're like so busy and so back uh, you know our backlog is like a month you know so by the time this comes out it's going to be like three weeks three four yeah. weeks that's you know, a which i get right i guess it's a good i guess it's a good problem to have <laughs> um you know i feel bad for my guests because i'm like listen like it's going to be like a month and they're like oh okay you know and so that's why i when I started this show, it's, you know, like I told you earlier through text, it's, this is about you. You know, I don't, I, we can talk about whatever you want. Yeah. You don't want, you know, whatever. Like, you know, I was actually having a conversation today with somebody and I was like, you know, I actually almost hate and <laughs> hopefully nobody else, none of my, you know, upcoming guests um, hear this, but you know, again, you know, I almost hate that we talk about music because it's like, by the time, you know, whatever you have out right now, a lot of, you know, a lot of artists in four weeks, it's irrelevant because they got something new coming up, mm -hmm. you know, yep. but obviously we have to talk about the music because that's part of this show. But, you know, like I said to you, I want to hear your story. So I'm going to stop rambling and I'm going to let you take the floor. And when things come up, I'm going to interject and ask you some pretty, you know, heavy hitting questions. So be ready. for Okay. That yeah. If <laughs> I'll get ready. I'll get as ready as I can be. Try to give you the best answer I can. But, uh, well, um, yeah, man, that's cool. Um, I like that you keep the floor open like that too, um, and kind of let the let the artists talk about music or whatever they want to talk about. Um, yeah. And you know, I'll, I'll kind of, I guess, I'll dive right in on on the music note. And um, seeing as this is probably going to come out a month from now, um, I'll talk about a song that when you hear this podcast will probably already be out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, soon. I think if I counted correctly, one, two, three, yeah, you're, you'll, you're, you're three weeks from tomorrow. Okay. At this point, it'll be three weeks later. Yeah. Well, it'll be out then. Maybe even, maybe even music video. Yeah. I don't know. We still got to finish up the finalization on that stuff, but uh, uh, so new one for me, I'm really excited. Uh, it's called truck thing. Um, it is every song that you want to hear, like when you're, when you're going to a party and you're ready to fire this thing up and, you know, chug some beers and take some shots. I mean, this is a song you're going to, you're going to turn on. It's uh, gritty. It's swampy. It's fun. It's wild. And it's obviously about trucks, which is a great thing too. Um, but, uh, man, it's just, I'm so excited because I have yet to put out something 
as energetic as this song. And my producer, Lucas Bracewell, has been crushing. Me and him have been tackling songs for the last year together, and we just keep going different directions. And this is definitely the most fun one we've done yet. So I'm super excited for that one. Um, I think everybody's going to love it. I wrote it probably, oh, heck, I probably wrote it three or four years ago. And a cool story about this one is I tried to record it two other times, and it didn't work out real well. And uh, about a month before I sent it to him, I was going to I was going to give it to one of my buddies and let him cut it. And then um, I end up sending it to Lucas and I said, well, what do you think about this one? Is something maybe here we want to do upcoming? And he said he sent me one back after I sent him the demo. And he's like, man, this is something Al Dean would have cut back in early 2000s. This song is awesome. So that's got awesome. Like got the green light for him. And man, we just we, we went full steam ahead with it. I'm super pumped. I think everybody's going to be able to, it's still kind of the right time to be able to have some fall parties and be able to crank it up before we dive into winter time, which I'm not excited for, but. Um, no, me neither. <laughs> it's, I always dread it. It's like, I love summer, but I know that after summer is fall, which is the greatest, one of the greatest seasons ever. But um, then right after that, it's like you blink and it's winter time again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Do I know it? Do I know it? Especially living, oh. living where we are. Where where are you where do you live at? So we're in Massachusetts. We're, oh, okay. um, we're yeah, we're about an hour south of Boston and about twenty five minutes north of Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, yeah. So you guys know all about the cold up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we it, it's funny because I was talking about I was talking to um, somebody about the weather the other day on one of the shows. I think I was talking to Jr. the Hammer, and we were talking about the weather up here. And you know, we go from winter to summer. Sometimes we'll get a spring, we'll get like three or four days of like, you know, 60 degrees. And then in the fall, you know, it's another hit or miss. You know, our falls have been starting later and later, it seems. And our winters have been starting later and later. You know, we don't see snow or real cold weather until, you know, mid-January at this point. Yeah. I you know, I, I feel like that's uh, something I've noticed too. And like, I don't know if this is a theory like way back in the day or whatever, but like, so my birthday's in December and I always hate it because my whole life I've never been able to do anything because it's freezing yeah. cold and snowing. But like you said, it seems like the, the summers are lasting longer, like into the fall and the yeah. winters don't really get harsh until January, February, sometimes even March. And yeah. it's like, what if, I don't know if it would be in our era of time, but what if eventually December becomes the new July and it's a summer month? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You know, we have here, like I, perfect example there's been halloweens where it's been 80 and then there's halloweens that it has snowed you know yeah. it's like what what the hell is going on <laughs> somebody needs to figure this out oh right. who's, who's in charge of the weather but somebody needs right. to figure this out <laughs> now because you're in ohio right are you still in ohio yeah yep i'm still up in ohio nice so so the weather sucks just as much there as it does here it, yep it does I, I don't know you might have me beat being up north where you are but we it definitely sucks here i mean it's cold as cold and it's no stranger to see snow and um negative temperatures and negative wind chill and all that it's that's every winter oh god i i don't even want, you know what i'm a, i'm done with this negative i'm done with it yep um, <laughs> that's a good call um so have you always been in ohio like is are you like buckeye through and through uh, you say a buckeye through and through Oh yeah, yep. Big big Buckeye fan. Always will you know, be. Me too. You know, when it comes to college football, you know, around here our college teams blow. 
So it's like you have to go elsewhere for, yeah. for good college football. Oh, man. Uh, I'm a diehard Buckeye fan. I actually got to go to the Michigan game in Ann Arbor last year, which was really cool. Um, nice. Because I've been to the one at Ohio State a couple years past, and college game day was there, and then they were there again at, in Michigan. And, you know, even – even if you're a Buckeye fan, a lot of people say, you know, don't go up there and stuff like that. But it's a really cool stadium to see and, you know, just just take in their environment and kind of um, it was cool because actually that day I went with we, the stadium broke the record for the highest attendance ever. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's definitely a whole whole different vibe up there in Michigan. Um, you definitely you definitely are outnumbered. <laughs> I will say that. But yeah. Uh, you know, you stand your ground, and um, unfortunately, the one game I went to, we lost. So, um, I have a feeling this year it's going to be pretty personal when we play them at home. Yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Now, being in Ohio, right, and doing what you're doing, you know, I, I'm going to back up a little bit. So, one of the um, – I was in college. You know who they are. I, um, I used to follow OAR quite close. Mm-hmm. And, you know, them being, you know, all going to Ohio State and yada, yada, yada. Now, I got into, you know, how the local music scene there a little bit. Now, you know, obviously it's two different genres, but do you see that same sort of um, local music love and country music as other genres get? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there is so many places that... Uh, have country music in all genres even i mean from breweries to bars to i mean private parties i mean there is just so many people that are out here in ohio willing to support and uh willing to uh have you come and play at their bar you know have a band out in different tons of different festivals and there's always a chance for anybody who's an artist or wants to be an artist or anything like that aspiring to be one to dive into music and i mean ohio you don't have to just go to columbus you can go i mean you can go anywhere i mean i've I play in little breweries and farm towns where there's nothing around but cornfields. And then all of a sudden there's a brewery and it's, it's one of the coolest. I mean, there's tons of people that show up. I mean, it's awesome. That's uh, awesome. So, yeah. There's definitely a steady music scene all through Ohio. That's great. Now. So, you know, your, your Instagram and your, um, your socials say that, you know, you have your Nashville recording artist, yada, yada, yada. Now, do you go back and forth? Do you kind of do everything out of Ohio or, how's that yep. how does that work for you uh tra- traveling is my my man i got a i got a freaking awesome workhorse uh 2016 silverado and that thing and i'll tell you what i bought this truck with 29,000 miles on it and i'm about ready to hit 100,000 in like just a couple of years um and it's great so it's it's put my old knock on wood it's been my trust trustworthy workhorse uh for the last few years and it's it's kept me going uh without any trouble but yeah man i travel everywhere um, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'm in Nashville every other week. Sometimes I'm in there, you know, just a couple times a month. It just kind of depends on what all I have going on down there and, you know, how many different music projects I'm involved in at the time. Um, so, but yeah, I just kind of travel back and forth and, you know, so, sometimes I'm down there for a few days, a couple of weeks. Sometimes I've drove down the last time I was down there, I didn't have much going on. So I left my house at like nine in the morning and drove down and recorded some music and, uh, turned around, drove back and left at six at night, got home by midnight. So, oh wow, that's not too bad. That's actually yeah. great. Yeah, it's a so it's a five hour drive from my house, and then on the way down you get an hour back. So kind of yeah, kinda works true, out right? on the way down. Okay. 
Now, now, now it begs the question that I love to ask everybody that doesn't live in Nashville. Why, what, what <laughs> hinders you from moving there? Um, so the, my biggest thing right now is um, I, I own a house here in Ohio still, and I'm still kind of just working on fixing it up or renovating it a little bit. Um, yep. And just want to get that to a point where it's good to go. And then I think eventually it's, it's always been in the scope to move down there. Um, awesome. Just haven't, haven't completely finished up everything I want to do with this house and getting it ready yet to be able to make the move. But, um, you know, and, until then I, I'm traveling and getting a lot of windshield time. That's for sure. That's awesome. That's, that's cool, man. I, I love that, you know, you're still able to, um, you know, have, have both aspects of it. You know, that's, that's super cool. Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's cool because it's, it's at the, it's at the distance to where it's like, you really don't want to drive any more than five hours because, you know, you start, start driving six and seven hours then it's like, okay, now it's a trip. But five hours, like I said, I, I went down there and did a few things, turned around and drove back all in one day. So right. I figured it's a half day worth of work. So it ain't bad. No, not at all. That, and that's, that's great. You know, I would, I wish for us Nashville was that close of a drive. Yeah. Yeah. What is it for you guys? Probably like 12 or 13. No, I think it's like 18 actually. Oh, I shoot. Think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a ways for sure. <laughs> I would have me a some kind of airfare travel points card if I was you. You racking up you know, my airfare points. Yeah, you know it's funny you say that because you know I was talking. I was I said it to somebody the other day. I was like, you know, I really should just get, you know, open up one of those JetBlue cards or whatever, and and just do that. You know, just get points, rack up points, and you know. Oh, so I just looked it up. It's almost seventeen hours from my house to Nashville. Whew. And that's no driving. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> no, no thanks. No thanks is right. <laughs> you when you can fly and be there in an hour. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. The um the flight from I think from Boston to Nashville is like two and a half hours, if that. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No, no. And and you know flights, you know, you know, are expensive, but they're not undoable either. You know, mm-hmm. especially when you know people that will let you crash wherever you know crash at their place. Oh man, that's. That's the beauty of it. I have some amazing family members that live just south of Nashville, and I, I have slept at their house many times. I mean, almost if I'm down there by myself, even even sometimes my girlfriend goes down with me, man, we're we're like, hey, we're just going to crash here for the night. And they, they're they like, yeah, we're like, anytime you're down here, please stay at our house and like, don't go buy hotels. So yeah. I mean, they've, they've definitely saved me a lot of money in hotels, too. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now how long have you been doing this? this thing professionally uh so i went out and started tearing it down as hard as i could in 2016 and i kind of put that pedal to the floor and i have not let up since as as far as i can go so um yeah i mean i've been i went from 2016 i don't know probably did you know 10 20 maybe 30 shows my first year um maybe not even 30 maybe like 10 or 20 and then you know to now where it's like I'm very blessed to have shows Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays almost every weekend. And awesome. you know, lately, I've been hitting them on Sundays and Wednesdays too. So, I mean, it's just been awesome. Um, That's great. And I, but I, but to kind of go with that, I've worked a full time job ever since then. And um, just last March, I went full time into music. So nice. Uh, is yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those feelings where, like, you know, I knew when I was working there, I was like, okay, like when do I when do I just say, okay, today's the day, like, 
yeah. go do music full time. And I, I think every artist kind of goes through that at first. And they're like, you know, I just like, when, do, when do you, when do you say, okay, I'm done. And, um, you know, I was like, Hey, end of March, it's time, man. We gotta, we gotta make this thing happen. So that's what we did. That, that's, that's great. I mean, so what did you do before that? What were you? So, uh, I worked at, for the last six years, I worked as a service writer at a truck shop. Okay. So kind of just like, you know, front, front desk service coordinator style job, which wasn't yeah. too bad. Um, but the, the, I worked night shifts. So it was kind of, actually the schedule was really awesome because, um, so the company I worked for did like a split and they were going to go down from full time 24 seven to two shifts. And I got to kind of pick where I wanted to go. And I'm a diehard day shifter. I've been day shift, you know, my entire life. And they're like, well, Hey, do you want to go to night shift? And you know, my first third, first thought was no, I'm, I'm not doing that. But they told me the schedule, and the schedule at the time was Sunday through Wednesday nights, and then that would give me every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday off, and I wouldn't have to be in until four on a Sunday. No. So here I am thinking, well, I do music on the side, and most of my right. shows are on Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays, and right. I don't have to be up early Sunday to be there. I don't have to be there until four in the afternoon. So if I had a show that's far away or whatever, I could still get home and get some sleep. And so I, I took a dive in it, and I worked that night shift for probably – probably four pretty close to four years and you know that's that was what made it so hard for me to kind of pull that trigger was because i just i had it made with the schedule and i'm like man i just you know i don't until i'm going to do shows on mondays tuesdays and wednesdays i don't really have a reason to leave you know yeah and so um man it just worked out real well for the last you know i could go down to nashville and back and on my weekend and never miss a beat not have to take time off work or nothing so it was great, uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, and it's funny because, you know, I, I, I hesitate when I ask that question because a lot of people don't like to, you know, a lot of, a lot of artists like to, you know, keep the facade, like, you know, they are full-time musicians first and foremost, yeah. and, you know, they don't like to talk about what they had to do before that or what they do while that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of independent people out there that are still working a nine to five, Yep. you know, so it's, I, I appreciate you telling that story because I think it's, you know, it's one of those things where a lot of people are afraid to, for some reason, to talk about it. Oh man, I I don't think I don't think any artist should ever be ashamed or afraid to talk about it. I mean, you know, we're all human beings. We got to do what makes ends meet, and you know, it's no secret that we're not playing shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, and and Wednesdays. You know, maybe a couple pop up shows here and there on Wednesday, or you know, certain certain special event things. But right. you know, even even right now, like. Um, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, so I'm working something I kind of been doing since high school on, on the side more like a summertime kind of style job, but, uh, painting high school running tracks. Yeah. Uh, it's something I kind of been doing and I got my, my boss got really, really busy with work this year and he's got like 50 some tracks to do this season and we still have like 36 left. So that's something I do on nice days. Um, I still cut probably five or six yards a week. And, um, my uncle just kind of recruited me to work on, like, it was, it was more so for rainy days, but it's kind of been pretty steady now at his, uh, machine metal shop. So kind of doing all, kind of doing those three jobs on top of playing music even right now. So that's awesome. I mean, I, it, you're, the work never really ends, I guess you could say, you know, you, you can, you can try to get away from it, but you know, you still got to do something on, on the off days, you know, the slow yeah. days, the Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you're just getting stale. Yeah, yeah. 
and it's cool, you know, and it keeps doing the different stuff. It, you know, I never really get bored. I'm kind of just like always doing something different and it's, it's refreshing to not go to the same place, same time every day and see the same stuff. And then, you know, yeah. that's, that's why I love, that's why I started doing music and that's why I love to do it. I mean, you get to travel around, you get to meet new people. I mean, there, there are places I've gone that I would never have gone without playing music. Yeah. And it is an absolute blessing. So what are some of those highlights then for you? Like things you've been able to do and go to by, by your craft? Uh, I mean, as far as um, Columbia, Missouri, uh, University of Mizzou campus, man. I mean, I've, I've got to play out there a few times. And um, it's cool to kind of go there because, you know, you got, when you're playing, you got to ask the crowd. Like everybody has their thing at Ohio State. We have OHIO. And yeah. uh, so, so when you go down there, we learned the first time that uh, their thing is M-I-Z-Z-O-U. And uh, so we went there the first night. We learned that. And we did a most time we'd go there. We do two shows. And the second night we all went, we went to Walmart and bought some Mizzou shirts and we came back and we're like, you know, we, we kicked it off cause we knew how to do it. So they loved it. And, um, yeah, man, all the way out to, all the way out to Missouri. Um, shoot. I've, I mean, I played all in Kentucky and Indiana and, uh, Michigan and of course Nashville and Tennessee and, um, super excited to, I'll carry this over with a shameless plug, but I'm super excited to do a little mini tin roof tour in the Carolinas this fall. Um, we're going to hit Columbia, Myrtle Beach, and Raleigh. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So another, you know, obviously Myrtle Beach. I, I think everybody has been to Myrtle Beach. It's just like the place to go when you vacation. Um, I've never been to Myrtle Beach. You've never been? Nope. Man, it maybe it's an Ohioan thing because I, I kid you not, I have met people from my hometown in Myrtle Beach the week I've been down there on vacation. And I'm That's just like, funny. <laughs> like why why did i come all the way down here to meet somebody in my own hometown but um it's it's pretty cool but i mean like it's you know i've been going there since i was a kid and uh you know when i started playing music it was always a goal to kind of get down there and play and then they opened up the tin roof down there a couple of years ago and um we got the email quite a few months ago before it so you know i was instantly excited thinking man it's it's cool to finally get to play it like my second home so yeah, you know, we don't have a tin roof up here. I wish we did. Not even in uh, Boston? Nope. Damn. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I, yeah, I know. I know, right? Well, don't hold your breath because I, I won't doubt there'll probably be one without within the next couple of years or so. You know, it's funny because I, I said it for a long time about like city winery. There was no city wineries around here. Yeah. And then I, I had said it and then looked and it was like, oh, sure enough, there's one coming. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think the closest tin roof to us actually, oh God, I think it's Baltimore. Baltimore oh, really? would be the closest. Yeah. And that's probably what? A couple hours from you? Yeah. That's about seven. Oh, well, that's more than a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts for what we have and what we don't have around here. You know, we have some great, we do have great, great local, you know, country venues and stuff. And, yeah. um, but we don't have a lot of the names, you know, yeah, we have the house of blues and, you know, now with city winery, but like some of the other bigger, you know, um, you know, commercial venues, we just, we don't have them. Man. Well, I, I tell you what, I know everything is growing every day and, it, w- it won't be long i'm sure yeah i mean that's like my my thing is like i am a big p- 
Panda Express fan, which is probably terrible for you. <laughs> oh my but god! I don't care. It's like any because I don't have one. Like the closest one near me is like forty minutes away. And so, yeah. like any anytime, like we're out doing shows somewhere, and I'm like, you know, we got to go eat somewhere. I like see a Panda Express. I'm like, oh well, I guess I got to go to Panda Express. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. My my wife was just saying the other day how badly she wanted Panda Express, and the closest one to us is like forty minutes. Yep. And it, it won't be long. We'll have them in our hometowns. I'm, I'm yeah. We're getting like a Chick Fil A in my hometown now, and that's like that's like unheard of. Everybody's freaking yeah. out about it. Yeah, we. I wish we had a Chick Fil A closer. Again, closest Chick Fil A is a half an hour. But for for where we live, everything the closest thing is a half an hour. So yeah, I hear that. That that. So another one for me is uh, anytime I go up to Ohio State games, I would always get Kane's chicken after the game. And the canes on campus, man, is the best, freshest canes you've ever had. And for a while, you could only get it in Columbus. And then they put one in our hometown, like probably six months ago. So I'm getting burnt out on that pretty quick. Yeah, we don't have we don't have canes either. I wish oh. we did. I wish we did. Man, I would ask yeah. if you had Zaxby's, but I think that's more of a southern thing. We don't have anything good, like nothing. <sighs> um, I read an article the other day that um, about In and Out Burger. And oh yeah, they won't. They won't build restaurants that don't have like their shipping facility within like six hundred miles of the location. Oh yeah, because every everything's fresh and nothing's frozen. Yada, you know, yada yada yada. And it's like son of a bitch. Like, come on. <laughs> We're out here struggling. We just want some in and out. All right. 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 <laughs> hey, it's the little things that matter. <laughs> now, are those the ones? I think if I'm, I think one time we had something going on in Nashville, and we. I think there was, we went to In and Out Burger and it was open at like two in the morning. Is that that place? I don't think so because I no. last. Well, I mean it might be, but last no, no. Time, I'm thinking of Cookout. I'm thinking of Cookout. I don't even know what that is either. <laughs> it's a thing, and it's like they're all over Nashville. And like, gotcha, oh, man. They're good. I think they're comparable to In and Out. Yeah, the last time I was in Nashville was you know almost four years ago, and you know I see pictures of the city now, and it's it's even totally different from the last time I was there. Oh man. At, like it seems like every month there's something new like they have this new thing now fifth on broad which is crazy it's like this it's like this entire like it's like its own little city and i'm like I, it's hard to even describe there's so many restaurants and little things like vin, like there's a venue there too but there's like ice cream shops and like if you want chinese if you want mexican if you want burgers if you want pizza like there's like three of everything in there and yeah, it's, it's crazy. It really is. It's, it's something to check out for sure. If anybody ever goes down that way. Yeah, it's, you know, there's so many of those like niche Southern or West Coast restaurants that I would love to, to eat at because why not? And I yeah, just can't. I just can't. Well, okay. The best way to describe it is like a giant two story food court. Oh. And I love that places are doing that now. Like they're like, yeah. you walk in, it's like, it's kind of like the whole food truck motto thing where they're just like putting in multiple different like restaurants and stuff yeah so you never get bored yeah. with it right right there's always something new you can try for sure yeah, absolutely heck yeah now <laughs> now when you're you know with with all the travel back and forth to nashville that you do you know when you go there um how much of the time are you actually recording how much of the time are you writing how much time are you playing like out out in the city, like what, what does that look like? Almost, I would say almost every time I go down there, it's like a full schedule. So, I mean, you know, it's like 
doing this, you know, whether it's writing or recording or, you know, playing a show here or doing this. I mean, it's, it, there's always like, it's never like, Oh, Hey, I got a, I got a whole day to just do this, like go explore here or where it's just, it's full schedule. I mean, it's, it's cool, but it's like, I, as many times as I've been down there, there is so much that I haven't even seen just because yeah. of being so, so busy when I'm down there, you know? Um, huh. but every now and then I get, I get a few hours and, you know, maybe like a half a day where I'll go explore some stuff and check out, I try, to, try to get myself at least a half a day when I go down there to kind of just, even if it's just sitting and relaxing somewhere or going or going and being, uh, the spectator for once and just watching other artists play. It's, it's nice to, nice to kind of just sit back for a little bit and relax. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, when you, when you play in town, you know, do you, do you see things, you know, kind of like whether it's interactions or, you know, inquiries and things like that, do you see that being there is more helpful than, than not? Um, Yeah, I would say because it's, it's one of those things where there is, you're always going to, you're going to keep growing. You're going to keep meeting people and you're going to keep finding different connections. I mean, it's just like, it's an unlimited supply of just people who speak the same language as you. Yeah. And it's, there's no better feeling than to be chasing a dream and be surrounded by people who are also chasing the same dream. And the, you know, they're all there for the same reason, whether it's listening to music or writing music or playing music or whatever, like that's where you want to go. And that's why, that's why I try to explain to like, some of my friends who are like, well, you know, why do you like to go down to Nashville and record? Or why do you like to go down to Nashville and uh, play music and this and that? And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's it's nice to place that people are there for country music. You know what I'm saying? Because not always when you go and play shows around, you know, wherever you, Ohio, Indiana, wherever you play, are you going to have people who are, are there for the music and to listen and they can appreciate the full side of it. And I feel like everybody in Nashville – appreciates some side of what you're doing or what you're playing huh yeah no kidding i i didn't i you know i never really thought of it that way you're absolutely right yeah man it's 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 such a beautiful place i mean it's like a lot of people say it's it's hard in nashville and this and that uh but i mean it's just the the positive side of it is just there's so many great people there and there's so many like you'd be surprised if you if somebody was playing on stage, you're like, Hey man, you want to ride a collab sometime? They'd be like, heck yeah, man, here, take my number. Let's, let's link up or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's that simple. It's like making new friends. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Now, do you ever find that it's not always like that? Um, I'm sure there probably are times. Um, maybe I haven't ran into anything personally yet, but I mean, you know, with every, with every positive side, there's a negative side in some aspect or another. Right. Um, I don't know if I've ran into a, a scenario that stands out completely in my mind yet. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's a positive, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that, I'll take that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a positive guy, man. I always try to look at the positives and, you know, think on the upbeat side of things, even, you know, even when it's like, man, this sucks. It's like, well, what lesson can I learn here? Or, you know, or what good can I take from this? That's good. That's really good. That's, I think that's where you, you know, gotta be, man. That's, that's yeah. what keeps the world spinning is, is having that mindset. Yeah, and you know it's a mindset not a lot of people have. Yeah, true, very true. You decide that you're going to start to write your own music, rather, you know, because everybody starts playing covers, right? Yeah. Um. So I think 
really was was what kind of got me started playing music in the first place. I had a buddy, and uh, so I would I was I worked at try not to disclose any names, but uh, uh, a warehouse where I would um, throw boxes on a conveyor belt all day and put stickers on them and stuff. And uh, so I would do that for like eight hours a day and you'd have to do 30 laps, go down and back and just, you're slinging boxes all by yourself. You don't really see the daylight uh, other than on your lunch break. And, you know, when I started playing music and learning guitar, I was like, I'm going to start just like writing down some, some lyrics and see if I can maybe write, write a song. I'm like, I don't really know how to write a song. I've never done it. So I ended up writing this song and uh, one of my buddies came over from work and he's like, I was like, I'm going to play this song and, and uh, see what you think. And I played it for him and he's like, man, this, this is awesome. You wrote this. I'm like, yeah, I wrote it at, wrote it at work, man. There's nothing else to do. And uh, he's like, we should play this out sometime. And I was like, no, nah, man, I really don't play in front of people. Like that's not my thing. And he's like, all right, well let's go to the fair. And then we went to the fair and he's like, we'll take your guitar just in case you get the courage to play. And so I took my, and uh he ended up having me play for these people and then like um he's like man this is a good song those people were like wow that is a good song i'm like well shoot maybe i can write my own music and then kind of ever since then i just was like well just i'll just keep trying and you know they're maybe they're not all good songs and maybe some of them i'll just play for myself in my kitchen and that's it and they'll never leave the house and you know maybe some of them i'll record and you know just doing that for years on years on years and you know that's that's what kind of led me to just keep writing my own music that's awesome. That's, you know, you, and that's what you got to do, right? You got to just keep going. You got to keep going. And, and you, and you got, I guess the biggest thing was I was kind of nervous. Like, you know, am I, am I doing this right? And then I think once you do it enough, you kind of realize there really is no right or wrong way to write a song. You yeah. know what I'm saying it's, if you, if you write something, whether it's whatever style of song you're writing, if you write something from the heart and you write something good, something a little bit catchy that everybody can sing along to and or relate to, um, you know, and you, and you record it well. I mean, I, I don't think there's, there's no, there's no rules as they say, right? There's no right. rules. So, no, right. Right. You write, you write about whatever the hell you want to write about. Yeah. And, you know, and cause I, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, you write whatever you want because I'm sure there's, there's somebody out there that has gone through or going through the same experience as whatever you're writing about. Oh, exactly. I mean, took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, there's there's somebody out there, and that's another reason why I want to keep writing music because you know maybe if I can share some of my experiences through songs, um, you know, whatever they are, that that maybe help somebody out or they can relate to. Like, oh man, I've done this, or or you know, whether it's whether it's something where like you know, I always think about when you're when you're a kid and you're growing up, and you're in high school and stuff like that, and you're making memories. I think about what were the songs back in the day that I was listening to, making memories to. Right. And, you know, whether it's whether, you know, you're you're at parties or whatever you're doing, you're hanging out with whoever and, you know, you're having fun. And but there's always a theme song, you know, because when you hear songs, you think about memories. You you know, sometimes you sing along, but a lot of times you hear certain songs like, oh, man, I remember hearing that song. We were here and we were doing this. And I would love to be able to be some of those theme songs and put some of those songs out for people to listen. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Now, no, I, you know, I go through Spotify for everything because it's just for me, idiot proof and I can figure it out real easy. Yeah. Um, now on here, there's, I think, I think the last time I looked, there was like seven songs you had released so far. Mm-hmm. Now, how many songs does Ryan Mundy have written and like could, could go in and either A, have recorded 
or B, are ready to record? Oh, Lord. Uh, I could scroll down for, for probably an hour. I've got a ton. Probably probably 50 of them at least that are ready to rock and roll right now um, that are kind of just sitting in my back pocket. So That's um, awesome. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I try to write. Um, I don't write as much as I used to. I mean, I would say like a year or two ago, I was writing probably every day or every other day. Um, yeah. I still I still try to write at least once a week. And, you know, no matter any time of the day, there could be stuff that pops in my head. And I always, you know, make a little voice memo or something that to where when I sit down to go write, I can have something to go off of. So I'm I'm always thinking of songs. There's not a day that goes by or even an hour that goes by I'm not thinking of oh, I have an idea, that would be a cool melody or this would be a cool song lyric. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't finish a full song probably maybe once a week. But uh, yeah, man, I've, I've got a ton and um, I was really going to push to get an EP out this fall, but um, probably just going to take some time and just really um, dial in on this EP. Um, I'll give you a sneak peek. It's called Garage. Um, and it's a cool concept because every everything every song title is going to be related to something that you would find in a garage yeah so um and it all basically what it is is i was sitting down one day and i was thinking um just kind of about my life and how i was raised and um without giving away too much of the title track um, there's some different memories throughout my life like when i was a kid i had a, a jean jacket and we were in the in the garage and it was winter time it was cold my dad had a kerosene heater and he just turned it off and I set my jean jacket on there and like 10 minutes later, my jean jacket caught on fire. Oh. And <laughs> so my dad's over there, just, you know, grabs the jacket, throw it on the ground, put the fire out, but it happened in a garage. And so I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And, you know, I was kind of thinking about later on in life, you know, growing up being in high school and stuff like that. And we always partied in my buddy's back garage. Like he had a garage attached to his house, but then he had a back garage. And we would always, we'd always go out to the back garage and have parties and, you know, just always hanging out there. And I was like, well, that's a cool memory. And, and, you know, even, even now I having, having my own garage is pretty awesome. And, you know, I still, I work in my garage, fix my cars and stuff like that. And, you know, so it's just, it seemed like my whole life is kind of revolved around a garage. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought it'd be kind of cool and put that in there. There's a couple of cool songs. There's one about my dad's 72 Nova, um, there's one about, uh, it's called Old Schwinn about, you know, riding bikes as a kid growing up. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you can relate to this or not, but, uh, man, I'll tell you what, for the longest time, we would put some miles on some bikes. Oh, and yeah. That was our, that was our means of transportation uh, back when we were kids growing up. And I, I was lucky to grow up in the era where we didn't have cell phones yet. Yep. Uh, we had them, but they were minute phones. And yeah. like not, not all of us had them because you had to buy the minutes. So if I wanted to find out where my friends was, I would ride around to all my buddies' houses and find out and just look in the front yard and see where all the bikes were laying at. If there was a bunch of bikes in the front yard, I'm like, oh, everybody's here at so-and-so's house. Yep. So, yep. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. You know, cool... Go ahead. I was just going to say, when I, you know, when I was growing up, those minute phones were, you know, I, I think started to come out when I was in high school. Yeah. And, you know, so it was, you know, like you, you know, I would drive, I would ride my bike all over the place, all over the place. Yeah. You know, I, I would have my little, um, my Sony CD player, my Discman, <laughs> and yeah. I would throw it in my backpack and I have the, you know, I would always make sure my mom, make sure I, 
get a, uh, uh, you know, the headphones that had the long enough cord so that I didn't strangle myself. I was riding my bike. And uh, yeah, that's just, that's just how it was, you know, couple of CD, couple of burnt CDs and you're good to go, man. That's right. That's right. You know, I, I would make, I would make burnt CDs based on, you know, how long it took me to get somewhere. You oh know, yeah. So I was like, well, I, I know it'll take me this long and I obviously I can't skip or anything. So I want to make sure each one of these songs is good for my, my ride from one town to the next. And oh, you know what? It, it was awesome. <laughs> and the best part was you would write like, well, like I remember I had one, it was like Christmas mix 2004, like, because that was when, when I burnt the CD <laughs> and it was like, yeah. there's there like another one. It was like, Oh, I don't know, like March mix or, you know, like, Oh, Oh eight or something, or, or maybe not Oh eight, but like Oh six or whatever. But God. oh man, just so many different ones. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Th- those dates are a little too old for me or, <laughs> but um, yeah. Cause my, my mix CDs were like, 2000 yeah 2001 yeah i i, <laughs> I simply remember christmas mix 04 is one of the ones i had i don't know why yeah you know it's funny because on my shelf over here you know next to me with all my i have a i still have a bunch of cds for some ungodly reason and i still have every burned cd i have i've ever made ever sitting here oh man you got to make something cool out of them you gotta just like yeah like make some kind of a cool picture or something hang him up on the wall yeah yeah and you know my grandfather was super um computer savvy so he had um you know these printers that i could print labels and put the labels on top and oh nice yeah yeah i I could really do some cool stuff with them so you know i i didn't have to write on them i could just i typed them all out and i could see exactly what they were and you know on i went it was for good old days that's sweet. The only thing that the only thing that wasn't cool about those days is when your CD starts skipping, man, <laughs> or if you oh. hit a couple bumps or something like that, and they start skipping. You're like, dang, man, my music cut out. Yep, <laughs> yep. My, I remember a friend of mine. She had a um, a CD to CD burner or CD rewritable mm-hmm. drive. So I would, you know, she had some really great CDs, and I would take them and I would make copies of them and you know, have them, you know, now that now, now, you know, at that time that was super illegal to do, but oh, yeah. you know, now it's like, whatever, I'm going to pay my nine ninety nine to Spotify every month and have every song ever written. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's amazing, amazing how far we've come. I mean, yeah. From the LimeWire days. <laughs> oh yes. Man, yes. Good old LimeWire. Yeah. All right. So then you right. must not be too much younger than I am with, with, with these, inter uh interlapping exchanges yeah um well i was born in 92 so i'm still in okay so all right so yeah you're we're like five years apart because i was an eight i was i'm an 87 baby so i okay you know i remember back in the 90s you know yeah. it's it's uh it, it was definitely a different time that's for sure oh, you know yeah. i i wish we could go back Man, so to, the days were so simple back then, and we didn't oh, even know it. <laughs> we had no idea. We had no idea. But, oh, it was great. Yeah. So what? what's it, you know, I, I know some people from Ohio. I've talked to people from Ohio. Like I said, there's some bands from Ohio that I, that I love, and I, you know, used to follow around all over the place. You know, what is it about Ohio that, you know, I've never met somebody from Ohio that I didn't care for you know what is it in the water out there that you know you guys seem to just be 
relatively happy people. Man, I don't, I don't know because I feel like I've heard that before, and I've, I've tried to wrap my head around it and just think, think what it is. But I think it's hard for me to think that way because I'm from Ohio, so it's like I'm, yeah, it's hard for me to take myself out of, out of the nature of it and think of why it is. But um, right. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of successful musicians from Ohio. I mean, you right. got. You got 21 pilots. I mean, those dudes are, they're big time. And they come right out of Columbus. Uh, you know, you got Rascal Flats. You got, I mean, there's just, there's so many, so many great artists across the board. Um, yeah. I don't know. They, they must be putting some, some good, good Buckeye water in there too. Cause I mean, we, you know, we got, we got good athletes and I don't know, man, it's, it's a, it's a great place to live really. I mean, um, there's a little bit of everything. I think maybe that's what it is. It's, it's just such a variety. I mean, yeah. you know, you don't you don't have to be one cut of cloth to be living in Ohio or from Ohio. It's you can right. be, you can be everything. You can do it all. You know, and it's funny. I, I think a lot of that I think a lot of that my question about it stems from, you know, when I was when I was in college and in my early you know adult life, you know, I was super into politics. I have a degree in political science. So all eyes when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20, all eyes are always on Ohio. You know, I mean, it's kind of Ohio can swing one way or another. And I'm not Mm -hmm. I'm not before anybody starts freaking out. I'm not getting political. I'm just pointing out some shit Um, now, you know, because like that's what it was. You know, Ohio is a swing state. Pretty much we knew every election was going to come down to Ohio, you know, so it's it's very fascinating to me how that spectrum works, because like you, I think you said it perfectly everybody there's so much to bring to the table and everybody there is so different but so you know really proud to be from ohio yeah well i I don't know if i don't know if this is saying but i feel like i've heard it but isn't ohio like the heart of america i mean literally because it's shaped like a heart and it's like on the right side yeah Yeah, it's true the wrong side but yeah yeah i mean and i think that's what it is it's just ohio's that middle ground it's like it's the middle ground that's got everything. I mean, you know, just it is in the middle, but it's not. But I mean, I guess, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it seems like everybody can find something of a liking in Ohio. And that's just, you know, whether you come here to live for good or you stay for a few years and you go on, I don't think anybody ever really has anything negative to say about Ohio. Huh? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. You're abs- It's It's crazy. Unless you're, well, I will say, unless you're a Browns fan, I'm going to get a lot of people hating on me for that, but <laughs> unless mean, you're a Browns fan. <laughs> listen. Um, Just saying. I, I'm, I live, from where I live, it's about a half, 35 minutes to Gillette Stadium. And I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. I don't give a shit about the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. So. A lot, of, a lot of people don't. People people tell me I'm a bandwagon for, for being a Bengals fan, but I was I've been a Bengals fan since I was born. My dad had me in Bengals clothes, and that's who we always root for, even when they suck. <laughs> Which has been pretty much always most most. <laughs> I was gonna say at least most of your life. That's, yeah, most of my life is like people are like, man, you Bengals fans. I'm like, you know how long we've waited to go to Super Bowl? Like my entire life, yeah. like almost thirty years of this. Yeah. Which was which is kind of cool on that note. So I told you I paint tracks on the side. Um, earlier this year, we got to go paint Joe Burrow's high school. 
Oh, and nice. That was awesome because we got to go in the in the weight room and stuff like that. And there was a couple of like player of the year, offensive player of the year, 2014, Joe Burrow, and they're all still hanging up there. Like player of the year, 2012, Joe Burrow. And like it was just super cool to see and kind of just walk around his stomping grounds and, you know, just see where he left his mark. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's always cool to see, you know, especially when there's like a, you know, a, a superstar athlete and like, you know, sometimes you forget that they actually came from somewhere rather than just being that. Yeah. And I mean, like, and if you, if you ever, if anybody ever goes down there, I mean, you'll see like, it's, it's not what you think is. It's not some big, rich, fancy area. I mean, it's like, it's, it's pretty poverty. I mean, for the most part around there, I mean, there's, it's, it's like basic, basic neighborhood, I would say. Yeah. Um, but it's not like nothing fancy where like, you know, all these got, got a million dollar facility and, you know, a million dollar weight room and stuff like that. Like it's, you know, pretty run of the mill stuff there. I mean, the dude had to work his butt off to get where he's at. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know, most athletes do, you know, it's kind of like, they're kind of like musicians. It doesn't just get handed. Yeah. Yep. That's for you sure. Know, you got to put in the time. You, that's right. You definitely work your ass off for what you have. Yeah. Earn every step. That's right. That's right. Now, have you ever been up here to New England to, to play or anything like that? I have not. I don't think I've no. been any farther than like uh, northern Ohio, southern Michigan. Okay. So, which is not entirely your direction, but. No, yeah, no. Northern. Yeah, we got to uh, we gotta get you a full band show out here, that's for sure. Oh, man, would love to. Yeah, yeah, because we're, you know, we're starting to work on things like that and you know, try to get some of these people I've been talking to out here because, you know, everybody I talk to wants to get out here and the country music scene in Massachusetts and New England is, is just crazy big. You know, you really? wouldn't, you wouldn't think so. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, and, yeah. But it's, it's huge. Man, that would be sweet. Yeah. I would have never guessed that, you know, you always yeah. think of, you know, all these other places being big country music cities and stuff like that. But yeah, I would never, I would guess like maybe alternative or maybe even like some, some pop, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think country. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I can think, um, I'm trying to think, let's see, there's God, at least seven or eight different country bars I can think of within an hour. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, have, you'll have to set up the Boots and Whiskey tour when, when you have people up there. They can just play all seven or eight of them. <laughs> you know, I should. I should be like, you know, this is this is what this is what's going down. Here yep. here are these artists. They're gonna play in each one of these places and you know, it'll be a great time. Oh man, that would be sweet. You just have, yeah, a, have a different round of people like every other month or something like that come right oh, through. God. Have a different would... lineup. Or even every month, just have a different lineup of people be like Hey, these guys are all coming through these seven bars this weekend. Here you go. God, I would love that. I would like kill for that to be a thing. Now oh. you got me thinking. Now you got oh. me thinking, Ryan. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna make this a thing because I know you will, and this is gonna be sweet. And then I'm gonna just be like, hey man, I'm glad you did that because this is this is gonna be a it's gonna be a hit. It's gonna be a yeah. cool thing. You gotta yeah. do it now. This is a thing. God. It starts right here. You gotta get the wheels turning. You gotta make it happen <laughs> before next year. You gotta have the first leg of the Boots and Whiskey tour. Shit, God, I gotta do it. God, you got that it. sounds incredible. It sounds awesome. It does because you know I've been trying to think of ways to do this. You know, and it's 
there's so many different, you know, ways to do it. And, you know, we want to go down to Nashville and do something, you know, similar to this um, and do a writer's round down there too with people we know. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a, you know, it's doable. It's just doing it. Yeah. That's just taking the one man. Once you take the first step, I mean, it, you're off and running after that. Right. And then it's, you know, it's trying to convince artists. like, Hey, listen, you're not going to get paid a ton of money, but I promise you it's worth it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's worth it. Right. Yeah, here's the thing. As long, long as you can, long as you can break even and, you know, you get something to eat and have a nice place to stay. You're good. I mean, what more right. can you ask for? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh God, this is such a great idea. Well, now, I can't, now I, listen, I can't wait. I know you're going to do it and I can't wait. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep doing I'm gonna, what I'm doing. I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to keep watching you on Instagram. And I'm going to wait for that post that says you guys have all been waiting for it. The boots and whiskey tour <laughs> featuring so-and-so and have all these artists. And I'm like, right. yes, I'm just going to comment. I was going to comment the smirk face. And just <laughs> be like, just be like, that was my idea. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you, you can take full credit for it. Just put me on the lineup somewhere. It doesn't even have to be the first leg. Just, just throw me in that mix sometime. That's, that's as good as even in my book. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll plan it for like months later. Like we've done this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll put it all out. Like, Oh yeah. He's also going to be doing the first annual boots and whiskey tour. Yeah. Oh God, that would be awesome. That'd be so good. Um, so, oh, you know, so I was going through our old messages the other day and I realized I never sent you a sticker. Oh yeah, that's right. But you know what? I'm, I'm okay about it because the stickers that I, that had come in the original uh -huh. sucked. I hated them. I didn't like them away just to get rid of them because they were terrible. They were yeah. see-through. I wasn't psyched about them, but I actually just got some new diecast ones in. So I will, uh, I'll send oh, that awesome. to you as soon as I think about it in six weeks again. But no, <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll get, I'll get one out to you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, just don't be like me. And I ordered like some, some circle, they're supposed to be like two by three stickers. And when I got them, they were the size of a quarter. So uh, maybe maybe oh. like fifty cent piece, but uh, yeah, just don't be like me and make sure you order the right size because yeah, I've got a ton of those now. Yeah, though I think mine were like three by three or four by four, so like yeah. that's, they're not bad. That's perfect size. Well, hey, whenever yeah. you send me one, I'll I'll grab your return address and send you one back. Perfect. Perfect. We'll do a little sticker swap. I love it. Now, now I told you I don't have any questions, right? I, but that's a lie because I know, and you know that because you've listened to every episode of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course I um, How did you know? Go to, just go to Spotify and Mark all has played. Um, so my questions are, questions I have prepared, what are your boots and what's your whiskey? Oh man, great questions. Um, my boots, my current boots are my newest ones I just got, which are great, but I need to put some Dr. Scholl's in them. Um, they're JB Dillon's. Um, my whiskey by choice is anything Jack Daniels. That a boy. That's what I rock. Nice. Yeah. You know, that Jack is, Jack is a go-to. Jack is a staple. Jack is... Jack is just, there's nothing, you know. It's, there's nothing it's, like it. Nothing right. Better than it. There really isn't. 
Now, now I will say it's, I guess it's off the whiskey note, but um, man, I've been, I've been really liking some Buffalo Trace lately too. Have you? Yes. Okay. And the crazy part is uh, two trips ago to Nashville, there was a bunch of road construction and they took us some back way and the GPS was basically like, you know, the highway shut down. You got to go this back way. And we come around this corner and sure enough was the Buffalo Trace facility. And if, if you've ever been by it, this place, I've never actually got to go in it yet, but we drove by it and it is crazy. It's the coolest looking place you've ever seen. Big giant uh, mural on the wall that says uh, National Landmark Buffalo Trace Distillery. And like it is it is a cool, cool place that hopefully I can go do a tour one day. But that's awesome. You know, because so, you know, when we're going to be getting back into the whiskey side of this whole podcast thing in the fall. Um, we kind of let it go during the summer because the guy, my buddy Chris, that I do the whiskey side of, you know, he's busy. He's got like one of those jobs during the summer that's like 24 seven, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'm super busy with the kids and all that shit. Uh, not that all, not, not that my kids are shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, so when we started, we started the whiskey thing last year. You know, I had reached out to a bunch of distilleries and, you know, people sent me things from all over the place. Um, you know, I've got some three cord here that hasn't been opened yet. I, um, I got a, I got a bottle of mixed blood whiskey, du Nord. They're out of Minneapolis, I believe. Okay. Um, some local distilleries around here sent me stuff. Um, I got a bottle of TX whiskey out of Texas, which has actually been my favorite. And I'm afraid to finish it because once it goes, I can't get it ever again. Um, You know, I do have a bottle of Buffalo Trace. I have a bottle of, um, which is my favorite. And I know you can get it pretty easily every time you go to Nashville. So I might have to uh, Venmo you some money. Um, But Nelson's Green Briar. Okay. They're they're actually, um, if you like Jack. So, all right, do, do yourself a favor. Next time you're in Nashville... Go into a liquor store, find Nelson's Green Briar because they're right out of Nashville. Okay. And pick yourself up a bottle. You will not be disappointed. Nelson's Green. I'm actually looking it up to see what the bottle yeah. is now. What I can do is okay, I can even, I'll even I'll even take a picture. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. They were they were lovely enough to send me a bottle. And it's another one of those where like I it's almost gone. And if I keep drinking it it's going to be gone, gone, and I don't want it to be. All right. Well, I'm, I'm putting that on the top of my list for the next yes. trip down there to get that. I'll Do your – like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like, I wish I wish I was like – you know, I wish Nelson's was giving me money to say that, but they're <laughs> yeah. not. Um, but maybe next year. They told, me, they told me to reach out again next year, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, um, hey, I'm always up for trying some new stuff, and any recommendations are always normally pretty good. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because this this came right on my birthday. This bottle of Nelson's, and um, you know, my buddy that did does the whiskey stuff. He came over and we we opened the bottle, and that was the last time we drank out of it. And there's probably four inches of liquid at the bottom left. Oh. So. You gotta yeah. save for that, man. You gotta. I know. Until you get another I, bottle. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing, but yeah, but yeah, the the whiskey for me has really become like a, you know, an interest and a hobby, for sure. 
Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm kind of getting kind of tossed into that a little bit. My lead guitarist, Tom, he's, uh, he's got me every time I come over to do band practice or whatever, he's got me trying different bourbons and, you know, kind of telling me the story about them and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I used to just, used to just drink it to think, man, this, this stuff is no matter what flavor you get or what brand it, it tastes, it's all, it hits hard. You know, you're just like making faces, but the more I sip it slow and drink it, I can definitely start distinguishing different tastes between the different brands and the different oh, yeah. And it's really cool to start seeing that side of it rather than, oh man, this hits pretty hard and you know, you're making faces and stuff and it's burning. Yeah. 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 You, you, you start to learn of like how, how to do it properly, how to drink it properly. You know, yeah. and I know it sounds super lame and bougie, but you know, it's true. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's a way there's to, a, there's a right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like I'm looking at my collection right now and I have, you know, four or five unopened bottles of stuff that we have that we meant to review last year that we just didn't. So now, God, now I'm excited again. Yeah, you should do start doing whiskey reviews, boots and whiskey yeah. reviews. <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh God, if if I could get somebody to to do the boots, I would. You know, if somebody start sending me boots, I would die. Oh heck yeah, man! Especially a couple free pairs of boots can't beat that. No, nope, sure can't. So what are your what are your boots? Did you say your boots, or did I just like blank uh, yeah, because uh, of the whiskey? My, my newest ones are um, JB Dillon's. Okay. Um, and I, I mean I've got a whole bunch of different ones, but um, those are my newest ones. I just got last year. Last time I was down, my mom went down to Nashville. It was her second time, but she didn't get to get um, boots the first time she went down. So she wanted to get some. So we went in one of the little shops and, you know, they had, you buy two, you get one free or whatever. So yeah, you bought a couple pairs of boots. So I got one for free. So I need a new pair. I, I've got this one pair of alligator boots. Me and my dad bought uh first time we went to Nashville back in 2017, I think maybe earlier than that. Um, but I've been, I've been wearing these same alligator boots to every show. I mean, these, these boots have been in every bar. I've been on the road. I mean, every beer, every whiskey, every whatever has been spilled on them and they have seen every show. And I finally, you know, last, uh, last summer I was like, or beginning of summer, I was like, man, I got to get a new pair. So when, when she got those, I was like, all right, I'll pick up these JB Dillon's and finally switched over. But man, they, they've definitely had their toll for quite a few years of every bar in and out. That's awesome. That's great. Oh man. Ryan, you know what? I got to say this. This is, this has been one of my favorite episodes because we talked about absolutely nothing and everything all at the same time. <laughs> I know. I feel, and I feel like we did it justice. Like we kind of just put the bow right on the top of the end because we talked about boots and whiskey at the end, which is right. what the whole podcast is about. So right, right, and I loved it. And you know, I can't. I honestly, I can't thank you enough for your time. And um, you know, I'm not cutting you off. I'm not trying to get you out of here. I just, I try to keep this up. You know, I've started to see that the numbers you know, anything over an hour start to start to dwindle. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, I, I can't thank you enough for, for being here and the patience and um, dealing with my crazy ass schedule and, and all that. <laughs> so I, I can't thank you enough for, for all your time. Oh man. I want to send the thanks right back to you. Um, absolutely had a blast. Just, just getting to sit down for an hour and just, you know, talk about everything under the sun. It, it's been a lot of fun and yeah. Um, thank you again for having me on the, on the podcast and, of course uh, you know any any time you want to talk or you know whatever man you got in mind send me a message i'd love to be a part of whatever you're doing i fully support what you're doing with your podcast and stuff man i'm a, I'm a fan um so 
when you get this tour kicking off, you let me know if I can help. Oh, you out. Hell yeah. If I can share it, if I can share it or whatever, man, you got my full support on it. I know you're going to do great things with it. Awesome, man. Oh, Ryan, thank you so much. It means the world to me. And yeah, absolutely. You know what? Cause it's it. it we're we're going to do it. It's not a question of if it's when, um, and yeah, we're, we'll, we'll definitely have you on and bring you out and, and do the whole thing. So like, you know, hopefully there's some things lined up here in the future that I can't quite talk about, but, um, and that's not personal. It's just, you know, oh, yeah. my own, you know, I know how that goes. <laughs> if I put it out there, it's not going to happen. So if I yeah. keep it inside, um, it will. So, but, um, you know, again, I thank you so much for your time and anytime, you know, when anything new comes out, let us know, we'll help push it and promote the hell out of you. And, you know, you're, you're a good friend of the show and a good friend of me. So I appreciate all everything that you're doing. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you too, man. And uh, I'll leave you with one other thing you got to do in the future. And it, and it doesn't have to be soon, but you got to come out with your own brand of whiskey. That's your next step. Oh God. <laughs> you know, that, that, now you're really speaking, speaking yep. to me. You're speaking your language. You got to go taste yeah. test it, make sure it's the perfect flavor. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. That's another one of those things that is in the works that I'm not talking about out loud, but, yeah. um, but yes, 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 yes. Well, Hey man, I'm here for it. Thanks again, man. Um, I hope you have a great week and great, uh, rest of your month and everything, man. Um, hope to talk to you soon and catch up as soon as we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, I apologize for the delay, but you know, I promise you when it's out, it'll be out everywhere. Okay. Sounds great, man. Hey, looking <laughs> forward to my sticker too. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I will I will get it into the mail to you as soon as I can, for sure. Okay, man. Take care, brother. All right, Ryan. You too, buddy. Thanks. Bye-bye. See ya. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures and whatnot all come from the dirt road scholar supply company a big thank you to those guys out there drsupplyco.com check them out canadian company great stuff check them out well there you have it as you know as i said at the beginning the conversation with ryan was absolutely fantastic and i loved it um we talked about everything like i said at the end of the episode we talked about everything and nothing all at the same time um and it was great it was a lot of fun i didn't know where the hell the conversation was going to go next i really didn't um so ryan thank you so much for for being on the show and taking the time out um we got some great stuff coming up um we got some merch coming out so keep keep a lookout on that um yeah some great great stuff um let's see the concert schedule is going to get crazy again here and then it's going to it's going to die at the end of september so um i'm kind of looking forward to that actually not that i don't like going to the shows i love doing the shows but um you know we had a crazy year with shows and i'm so grateful for all of them um but um you know i'm ready to dive into the whiskey stuff stuff and that's what we're going to do here in the next couple of weeks the whiskey we're going to deep dive into whiskey again um we're working on some things with some some pretty big people so so keep an eye out on that um and obviously any winter shows that come up come through that are big we'll we'll be there um but yeah i'm i'm super excited for for the shows that we got coming up and and everything else um 
thank you for tagging along to this episode for all of the Ryan Mundy fans that are listening. Thank you so much for, for taking the hour and listening to the boots and whiskey podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, um, you know, everywhere. We're everywhere. So, uh, follow us, like us, subscribe, do all that stuff. We're on YouTube. We're going to, the YouTube's going to come back up soon or rather than later. Um, and that's that. That's that. So thank you all so much for checking us out. Um, until next time, keep the boots on the glar- Keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Why is that so hard for me to say every week? Well, until next time, guys. Like I said, keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, y'all.